0: to the Paul McGuire report. The big question is, and perhaps one of the most important questions that we can ask ourselves is this, especially as Americans. Where are we right now in terms of history, in terms of our historical roots? Where are we right now? And where are we going in the immediate future? And is the future, as some people uh, believe, is the future entirely the depiction of some kind of fatalistic fantasy? Or is it possible recognizing the reality of the sovereign God of the universe? Is it possible, and not conflicting with his sovereignty, which by the way is theologically an impossibility, you couldn't interfere With God's sovereignty, if you wanted to, because that's an oxymoron. God is sovereign, He's the sovereign king of the universe. You couldn't do anything to undo His plan. But let's just talk about this momentary reality that we live in for a moment. If you look at the measurable data, if you look at the flow of what's happening economically, politically, socially, and with science and transhumanism, et cetera, et cetera, it's clear. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that America and our world is moving uh, very, very quickly into a particular direction, a particular future. And this accelerated movement into a particular future is not the result of mere happen chance or, you know, it just random chance. What we're seeing all around us is not the product of random chance. What we're seeing all around us is a specific, logical, planned, multi-phase operation that incorporates some of the most powerful people and powerful entities in America and the world today who are orchestrated, Beneath their public facade, they are orchestrated and planning a total transformation. Yes, total transformation of planet Earth in the most radical sense of the word. Now, when you say that, when you talk about that, um, you and I live in an atmosphere in America, a spiritual atmosphere, in which the majority of the people. Are literally programmed and cannot think outside of a very tiny box of consciousness. They can only think based on their programming. Their understanding of history and the present moment is purely the result of uh, their indoctrination in the educational system and the media and other institutions. So, since they have absorbed the mantra, if you will, of these institutions. Therefore, when they attempt to use logic and reason, uh, they can't. They can't come up with a coherent answer for why things are the way they are. They are mystified. They are bewildered. Actually, they're, they're to, to use the name of an old TV show, they're bewitched. They're under a spell. When I was doing intensive research for my book, Power from on High, I kept finding two themes regarding ancient Babylon and mystery Babylon. And those two themes were that the instruments of commerce, economics, finance, and sorcery, uh, and mysticism, and uh, sex. Those three things are some of the, the primary instruments of their ability to control our world and our consciousness and so what has happened in many of our lifetimes, some of you are too young to to you, you weren't around, so uh, it's hard for you to process this and I'm not trying to talk down to you by the way. The reality is that. We came into this world and we quickly, over the years, adopted subconsciously and consciously, we adopted the prevailing perception, the prevailing belief system, which we glibly and superficially call reality. But what is reality? Reality is not what you think it is. And that's the big problem. This is the major hurdle. Uh, This is the major hurdle that we have to overcome if we're going to make any changes within the sovereign plan of God for our nation for our world for our children etc we have to most of all come to terms with the fact that what we consider to be reality and what we teach our children reality is and the reality or the depictions of reality that are surfaced by the entertainment industry and the television industry and the music industry and the educational industry, etc. These are all, all of them, counterfeit realities. They're counterfeit realities because just like counterfeit currency, they are not the original intention or representation of the designer who is the creator god of the universe who created everything and the personal living god of the universe so what has been stamped into our souls is a, an entire series of perceptions thoughts ideas conclusions beliefs etc etc but they're based on deception lying confusion sorcery and and other things now When we talk about this, I realize that many of you listening, you you get what I'm talking about. But you interact constantly, as we all do. You interact with people that really are essentially clueless and oblivious to what's really going on. And therefore, they're oblivious and clueless as to what's going on because they have chosen to accept a deception or a set of lies, instead of accepting the truth. And when you accept into the core of your being a deception or lies, it's like you spin off in in some very strange directions, and you can come up with some absolutely insane conclusions that that people wouldn't have dared to even conceive uh, when our nation was founded by people like the Bible-believing pilgrims and Puritans. So. Again, the central, the central core fact here is that we are in, in terms of Bible prophecy, a last day's battle for the hearts and minds of mankind. And that I use that in my book, the greatest battle for the hearts and minds of mankind. So we're in this gigantic battle between truth and illusion but it goes deeper than that it's a gigantic battle between satan who is the father of lies and god it's a battle between the fallen angels or the demons and those people that are following god and god's angels and it's an all out battle for the souls the souls of men but, but but back to the the primary thing that we're dealing with if you were to uh, look at polls regarding the evangelical or Bible-believing Christian community in America, the reputable pollsters have done an entire series of polls on the beliefs, the behaviors, the theology, etc., of people that call themselves born-again Christians or evangelical Christians. Now, the critical thing to understand is that in just about every survey that they conducted, when it came to the beliefs, the behavior, the actions, the morals, the theology, the philosophy, when it came to all of those things, what these pollsters found out was there was very little difference between the beliefs, the behavior, the practices, the philosophy, and the ideas of non-believers, atheists, pagans and those that call themselves believers or born again Christians or evangelical Christians. So so what you're seeing is no difference in most cases or nominal difference, no difference between the thoughts, the behaviors, the ideas of a huge percentage of Christians and the general public that doesn't necessarily claim to be Christian. So right there is the, the central uh, fact in our struggle it's the central fact in our struggle and there there exists a vibrant spiritually powerful awake and in various phases of an authentic biblical great awakening and in various phases of an authentic biblical um, revival. This I don't like really. The word "remnant" has some problems with it, so I'm not particularly fond of it anymore. But you could say a remnant church or whatever. Now, this what what characterizes this group of people is they have a deeper or deep knowledge of the Bible, Bible prophecy, and they have, to whatever degree, developed and walk in what could be called a biblical worldview. So the way they deal with reality, their actions, their behavior. And the way they interact with reality is one that stands on the platform of a biblical worldview. So this is the struggle. You you have a smaller percentage of of people who literally are the carriers of the light. The carriers of the light are a smaller group percentage-wise. But the light that they shine in all levels of society is massive. And that is a, a, an enormous um, positive that we can deal with and absorb. The carriers of the light. Now, as this, all this is going on right now, because it's not a static situation, and that's one of the most important things that I want to bring up on today's Paul McGuire report. and I say it's not a static situation, what I'm saying is don't expect it would be naive, stupid, irresponsible, and just plain dumb if you were to expect that what is coming in the near future and what is coming in the future is going to be similar to what happened in the past, what happened now, and what happened in past times before that. Because based on all the the statistical uh, understanding of where we're going, the world that we live in, by sheer force of hidden transformation, the world that we're going in is not going to be like the world that you grew up in, or your parents grew up in. Or in previous generations, we are at a fundamental crossroads that is so massive, so uh, so changing of reality that I don't think that the human race has ever been at such a crisis point, or even a point of what some people refer to as a human extinction-level event. So. There's a there's a velocity, there's an energy, there's a force. And now when we analyze the force, when we analyze the velocity and the energy of the force, reconfiguring our reality, reshaping our, our reality. And every single one of us, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, every single one of us can feel, uh, can sense and is aware of the fact that in some other dimension, or the spiritual world, or the invisible realm, that in in another unseen dimension, there must be a massive conflict going on that we can't see with our physical eyes, but we can sense it, and believers and non-believers can sense the intensity of the spiritual war that is raging right now. Now, again, most of you are on track with this. Most of you are aware of this. And the critical thing is that we exist and interact with large numbers of people who, once again, are completely in the dark as to what's really going on. They're completely in the dark. They they falsely believe that they're intelligent and educated and, perception and perceptive. But that is a very dangerous delusion that they indulge in. The fact that our nation is in crisis of unprecedented proportions is evidence of the fact that we are going in the wrong direction, making the wrong decisions, and we're spiraling out of control. You would have to be uh, brain dead. Literally, you would have to be brain dead or somnambulistic, or catatonic or zombie-like. You'd have to be like in a trance state not to see the reality of what I just said. And potentially, depending upon what happens and the choices that are made, etc., potentially this could, and if it's not stopped or altered in direction, this could end up empowering a global dictatorship that is already in high speed on the way and it's being discussed out in the open videos, TV podcasts articles research papers interviews this stuff is out there for anybody to see and these people um, these people are telling you what their plan is up front they're not hiding it from you but they assume that even if they tell you that based upon their knowledge etc they believe that even if they tell you the majority of people will enter a state of cognitive dissonance where they kind of space out and they they can't lock their minds into anything to to think it through so they're not worried really about people knowing of what their plans are; otherwise, they would be secret plans. They're not secret plans; they're they're out in the open. And uh, if you read them, there's all kinds of plans. Like, for example, example Agenda 21, uh, the the U.N.'s various uh, agendas, the World Economic Forum (W.E.F.) and its plans for a uh, Global reset that will incorporate what used to be called for thousands of years the New World Order. Um, but they just rebranded it and now they call the New World Order the uh, Great Reset. But the end game of the Great Reset and the end game of the New World Order are exactly the same. There's no difference. They're financed by the same globalist elite, Luciferian elite. And they are uh, empowered uh, by these same high-level elite groups. And there is a sizable percentage of the people and families of some of these very globalist elite groups. They pretend publicly to be secular humanists and humanists and good, kind, nice, compassionate people and they they their their masquerade is that they pretend to be normal compassionate humanistic uh they, they believe in humanism that is their um their their masquerade in reality in reality they uh are not secular humanists they are luciferians And they uh, are tapped into occultic sciences and powers. So they're occultists, members of secret occult societies, and Luciferians or Satanists. And they hide behind the facade of, you know, just being a regular filthy rich person. So... And moving, what I'm trying to do really right now is, and I need your help in spreading these links, by the way, because there's there has been over the years. I just haven't never really talked about it in a big way, but over the years, as we began to reach more and more people, we began our numbers on the various social media sites and, and other places. Our numbers were rigged in a big way. And they have been rigged in a big way up until the present moment. That isn't like a theory of mine. It happens to be a fact. I can't come out and tell you exactly how I know that, but I have access to certain uh, and they're considered reliable data that is not rigged. And remember, rigging, when somebody's being rigged, like in a political election and, and the votes don't add up, that's because somebody is rigging it or in social media if numbers of people you have watching or listening or viewing or liking or whatever is distorted. And you would only know if it's distorted if you knew what the real numbers were or you looked at the history of of the, the, the progression. Now, that is an intentional strategy from powerful people who want to suppress Effective voices of truth and communication, and the the game of uh, rigging the numbers is that it is a it's right out of the psyops or psychological operations playbook. You want to do uh, different things to uh, minimize and marginalize the message. Of a group or an individual. And one way to do that is to artificially suppress their numbers and and rig them in many different ways. Because this creates an illusion that there's nothing to be you know, heard here. Whereas you can have people that are like speaking the most mundane things or complete fabrications, and because they're no threat to anybody. Their numbers are uh, <clears throat> often soaring, and that's how you control. That's one of the ways you control the internet. And how this works financially is that if you were reliant on advertising to to pay for your organization and your internet and whatever else you're doing, if if you if you advertise, and advertising advertising is is one of your main sources of income when they rig your numbers, which means basically they artificially lower your numbers, and if you're saying what they want said, then they will rig your numbers in an upward positive direction. Now the secondary effect of all this is that um, this directly negatively impacts the amount of money you can bring in if this is what you're doing in terms of advertising dollars. Because the advertisers who advertise on the different social media programs, et cetera, it's all about um, the numbers. And they they will pay you not on on the basis of how many people buy or use the product, but they will pay the, the, the host of the social media platform based on whatever numbers they can supply. And since somebody's rigging the numbers, what this does is it directs enormous amounts of cash flow that basically bankrolls and finances a vast spectrum of groups and spokespeople who are not telling the truth or who are part of the concealment of the truth. But they're receiving countless millions of dollars uh, because they're the benefits of the rigging. And also, since their numbers are artificially inflated through rigging, these advertisers will um, fund their various operations. Now, on top of that, the so-called advertisers working in conjunction with the social engineering companies, like, you know, you know who they are, uh, they, um, they rig the numbers, they manipulate the numbers. There's an entire list that you're not allowed to see. I'm not allowed to see. There's an entire list of topics, names of people, positions, viewpoints, spiritual beliefs, moral beliefs, social beliefs, sexual beliefs, uh, whatever your beliefs are on globalism, pro or con. There's a massive uh, computer, AI computer, that stores all of these uh, what they would consider problem areas for their domination of consciousness. And so um, the advertisers, via computerized interaction, uh, compose a list of individuals and websites and everything else that are contrary to their corporate message. Now, we have to understand, when you're talking about the corporate message, we're talking about a message... That is, don't kid yourself, based on total greed. And so you're just, the, the corporate message is the message of big pharma, big medicine, big government, all the big, you know, gigantic corporations. They, the, anything that's said in our world, in America or wherever, has to meet with the approval of the secret rulers and the secret owners of this world and this nation. And so they will find ways to punish you or negatively impact you um, by manipulating your numbers, which, which it marginalizes you and reduces advertising dollars. Now, we don't rely on advertising dollars. We rely on people actually praying to the Lord and asking the Lord, how much do you want me to donate or give uh, to Paul McGuire and Paradise Mountain Church Ministries? That's what we rely on, because for for our mission, first of all, I made a decision a long time ago that I was not going to gut my programs to appeal to, let's call them a secularized conservative or secular humanist conservatives. That I wasn't going to modify or self-censor my messages on our social media to placate them. Because this is what they want, and make no mistake about it. Rhinos are the same way. Um, they don't want any talk about Jesus Christ. They don't want any talk about sin, salvation, the blood of the Lamb, Bible prophecy, God, heaven, and hell. They don't want any talk, mention, or reference to, to any solid Christian message at all. So if you want their finances and you want to get the massive ratings, don't call them ratings, it's, it's riggings. But you have to talk the way they want you to talk. You have to talk like an atheist, talk like a humanist, and you have to verbalize. And in your articles and video content, you have to mirror exactly the platforms and the narratives that they are creating to enslave this world spiritually. Because Now, here's the problem unless you are able to acquire the knowledge, which gives you the power to change what's happening, this ship, Titanic or America, is going to hit an iceberg and sink. The only way that you can counter what's going on is that you have to have knowledge, which will give you power and understanding. And then you'll have the knowledge about how you can effectively combat this unprecedented attack on humanity. So, you know, I spent over 10 years being on Fox News Network, the biggest shows constantly, uh, and I have a lot of other professional media experience and ministry experience, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, but I learned early on, like day one, there is a barbed wire fence in every production facility, programming facility, any media outfit, any church or whatever. There's a barbed wire fence in the middle of the room between atheism, occultism, and biblical Christianity and biblical truth. And although nobody ever says anything about it, you're not allowed to bring biblical truth or the light of God's word into the public consciousness. And that's the way it is, and you know that's the way it is. The problem with that is, as long as we allow that to continue, um, our world is going to keep getting darker and darker and darker. So what do we do? Do we get, you know, giant signs and hold protests and rallies and stuff? Um, At one time, I believed that 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 was a potentially effective thing. And I participated in... uh, Demonstrations, peaceful demonstrations, that would, you know, theoretically reach people. And unfortunately, the people on the other side are far more sophisticated about creating a narrative or a media image, and they have taken the available visuals that depict what the average Christian looks like, behaves like, acts like, and dress like, which is always based on ridicule and a demeaning of them. You're not going to win a battle for the hearts and minds of mankind. Um, If you're coming to the table, you may be coming to the table with theological truth and the real truth about reality. But if you're not able to present that truth efficiently and effectively, then it's kind of like planting a seed in the ground, but you never water the soil that seed is not going to grow into fruit, vegetables, or whatever it is. You, you, you can't just present the truth. The truth has to be presented, and there has to be a follow-up of watering the truth with prayer, with seeking God, with through reinforcement. And then when that happens, there is the possibility of, of changing things on a a mass level. And the alternative to changing things on a mass level, if we maintain our present state of complacency and denial about what's happening, we're going to lose our freedoms. Serious things will happen on all kinds of fronts. Socially, potential warfare like World War III level warfare, uh, the the continual increase uh, in the usage of scientific mind control, There, I wrote about this in my books, *Prophecy of the Future of America*, Volume One and Two, *Conquering the Matrix*, *Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World*, and *Power from on High*. I wrote about this in all of my books, and that is the importance of understanding frequencies or electromagnetic frequencies, and the importance of understanding the reality of weather modification technology. The importance of understanding the, the artificial diseases that are that have been spread, especially in the area of autoimmune diseases, et cetera. Um, the, the reality that uh many people, scientists, et cetera, are alleging there is a technological relationship between 5G and uh you know your router, laptop, cell phones, electronic stuff that you use, and what is alleged. Well, it's a, It doesn't have to be alleged because it, it. In and of itself, it's a scientific fact. In the enormous research that I've done on electromagnetic frequencies, five G, and how five G affects people, and technology, which were which I wrote about in the books I just mentioned to you over a period of years. I mean, when you're when you're studying this stuff uh fact one oh one is this it's in my books written down. But but you need to know this. This this should be you should know this like by memory, not, not because, you know, for some stupid reasons for your survival. So number one weather modification technology like HARP up in Alaska, which fires high-powered electromagnetic frequencies up into the ionosphere heating up the ionosphere until the ionosphere kind of boils. And through harp and the EMF frequencies that they're using in the technology, they can create earthquakes, tsunamis, and they can control and modify the weather. In case some of your friends have a problem with that, I quote a former head of the CIA giving a speech to the Council on Foreign Relations on video. I quote him talking about the existence of weather modification technology to to alter the weather. It's a fact. It's an open fact. So don't waste your time in anything that we talk about or, or related matters. Don't waste your time arguing with zombies because they'll just burn you out and exasperate you. Don't argue with zombies because they're not interested in truth. That's why they're zombies. Now, if they're genuinely interested in the truth then you can give them the facts. But most of the time is they pretend to be interested in the truth, and then two seconds later they interrupt you and monopolize the conversation with disinformation. That's a scientific fact, what I just said. Now, the globalist elite have known this since the late 1800s, early 1900s. So one of the critical things to understand is the same electromagnetic frequency spectrum that, like, HARP uses to modify the weather. The electromagnetic frequency uh, spectrum that HARP uses is the same electromagnetic frequency spectrum that runs and operates our brain waves, our moods, our emotions, our memory, our perception, being happy, being angry, or whatever, that can all be controlled by the same exact frequencies. Um, that are used in weather modification. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Light bulbs should go off in your head big time with fireworks because you, you feel, well, like, biologically a revelation of the truth. Okay, so the other thing is, see, once you know this, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to get this down. I mean, I figured this out, okay, and you can figure it out because it's so easy. This is, what I'm talking about now is really easy if we know that weather modification technology is all about releasing or firing out specific electromagnetic frequencies that are the same spectrum of specific electromagnetic frequencies that control your brain waves, your brain state, your consciousness, your mood, your health, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. they're the same spectrum of, of frequencies Part of the, the, the spectrum, and I write about this in my book, so, so you have available to you the names of some of the more common brainwave frequencies, like alpha, beta, theta, gamma, um, and others. And one, I'm just sloping oh, up. Uh, uh, Delphi type frequencies, delta frequencies. Delta frequencies are, like, theoretically close to REM sleep. So these brainwaves can change your mood, your health, and everything else. Okay. Knowing that about the same time, and I want you to track carefully with me here, and, I, and I'd like you politely, I'm asking you to, to put not as a put-down, but as an exhortation, I'm asking you to really focus in on the next few sentences. It is interesting that 5G began to be public. 5G began to be ramped up in a big way. Just a certain number of months or whatever before COVID hit. Now, so let's just say it this way. 5G technology started ramping up, started being used, started being talked about. 5G technology was launched, and soon afterwards, COVID, the COVID epidemic occurred. Now you have enough to do the math. One plus one equals two. Got it? You understand what I'm talking about? I know you do. That's a no-brainer, what I gave you. Don't bow, don't bow your dignity as a man of God or a woman of God, to some bozo who has only a percentage left of his or her brain. Okay? Please. It's insulting to God. So the thing is that 5G technology is far, far more powerful than the current technology that's being used in communications like 2G, 3G, 4G. But But for some reason, and I don't know all the engineering reasons for it, When you move from 4G to 5G, it like super, super charges its force. And it puts the electromagnetic frequency generated by a 5G cell tower in the same category as a non lethal directed energy beam weapon that the military uses. And if you've seen videos of that, you'll see a crowd rioting or protesting, and they can fire a a, a subliminal sound wave. At the the rioting crowd, and they'll all act like they're burning up on fire and they'll run for their lives. That's because the, the EMF frequency that hit them is so powerful, it makes them feel like they're burning. Now, you can use those same devices, that same technology, and if you continue to dial it up, guess what happens? It moves from a non lethal, I think I better reiterate it, I meant to say earlier on non lethal energy weapon but if you dial it up and increase it 5G can potentially become a lethal directed energy weapon an invisible weapon so if you are in the process of creating a totalitarian state a a state without freedom you obviously want to control everybody and so you're going to look for the most efficient way to control the masses besides Ordinary psyop psychological operations and stuff like that, which are very effective. You could also use the internet, social media, but you could also use the transmitters of more powerful electromagnetic frequencies like 5G towers, and that can control the minds, control the consciousness, control the health, control all aspects of whether or not a person can perceive think clearly whether they're depressed or elated the 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 tiniest differences in the emotional state the cognitive state that can all be controlled see the nazi dictatorship had to run around you know using psyops giant pictures of swastikas and you know mass rallies with the people saying sig heil sig heil and the stormtroopers and they 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 invented psychological terror on the citizens of Germany, so they would comply, and uh, I'm just following orders mentality took took over, and then the Holocaust and the horrors of World War II. So that's a, a psyop dictatorship. But if the Nazis had had computer technology, laptops, cell phones, and then on top of that, if the Nazis had had, they were trying to develop it. But if the Nazis had developed 5G technology, that coupled with the scientific fact that every single person including yourself including me we 24/7 are always broadcasting that's right our body and our minds are always broadcasting a very distinct individual unique and different frequency than anybody else on planet earth in the same way your fingerprint is totally unique and different from anybody else's fingerprint on planet earth in the same way your body and mind is continually broadcasting, that's right, broadcasting or generating a specific electronic uh, electromagnetic frequency that, is, that identifies you and comes from you, and nobody else can have that. So it's as unique as your thumbprint or fingerprint. And then that, coupled with GPS technology, you can in real time trace where, where people are, who they're meeting with, where they're going, every aspect of their life. And now you have the power to wherever they are on planet Earth, because all of this technology is made possible through the, what is it, something like 55,000 satellites up there now. Um, You can bounce that off your your cell phone, can bounce something off a satellite, and you can control the mood, the health, the breathing, uh, biological symptoms. Headaches, migraines. I mean, it's endless what you can do. It's endless. So, is there a secret? See, the powers of darkness have to operate in darkness because they have evil intent. Darkness is a place where there is no light. When you shine the light like this program does, that's why it's important. Even if it's just a pinpoint of light, it illuminates the entire room. And by room, I mean the planet. So, the the critical thing to understand is that you got to ask the question always. You always have you you want to look at the minutia. You want to look at the examine the microcosm. You want to look like really close up, but you don't want to get stuck there. Simultaneously, you want to look from the perspective of the big picture and understand the big concepts and apply the big concepts to the big picture. And when you do that, that's a formula uh, for knowing what's going to happen in the near future and the future. If you're throwing your brain out the window to follow some kind of voice that you know that you where, where you don't really know the origination point of the voice, who's behind the voice, good or bad, or who's behind the narrative, good or bad, and you're just blindly following that. You're like what they used to call in New York City a sucker or a mark. I mean, basically, you're a target. You're a soft target. You're easy to take down because you believe anything. So the question, I raised this before, and I'm going to raise it again. And actually, I'm going to say it more than more not defined as a question. I'm going to say it in the sense of a strong exhortation. Why would you surrender your mind? Your beliefs in what's going to happen in the future? Your future, your kids' future, America's future, the world's future? Why would you surrender all of that to a voice or voices, to a narrative, to a message where you have no real idea where it comes from? So like this mysterious cue, it was very active um during the presidential election a number of years ago. But Q has resurfaced, and Q has many children now, all kinds of groups and code names and words and people claiming to have inside intelligence, claiming to know based on their inside inside intelligence or whatever, claiming to know what's going to happen in the future, Who's going to cause it and all the rest of the stuff. But the danger is when people act on the messages they get from Q or some other unknown entity, and, and, and the messages are, are asking them to make these radical moves in their life, their job, and everything else. And in many cases, they follow these voices, and they they and their family and their children experience extreme. Hardship and danger and deprivation and loss. Okay, so let me let me just recircle this and say it again. In all of this, God is real, and the real God is Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. Fact. That's actually fact number one. And the thing that you have to understand is that there's an all-out war going, and you if you don't understand that. You need to understand it. Many people don't understand it or don't want to understand it. There's an all-out war going at the control of the hearts and minds of people. The results will bring kind of heaven or hell to planet Earth. And I'm talking about before the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, the critical thing to understand is if you're looking for guidance, if you're looking for wisdom, and let's say you hear Q or one of these other voices, there's so many now. Years ago somebody contacted me that I know uh, with a message, and the message was from Q, allegedly. And they said, Q uh, Q wants to meet with you. Now, um, I, I wasn't, I mean, I was aware of Q, but I didn't know that much about it or it or whatever. But I did notice that, some of my verbiage and concepts in my books were incorporated in, in the material he was putting out. And uh, I declined to meet with him only because um, I, don't think it, I, I don't think it's prudent to meet with anyone. And I'm not, I'm not making a, a definitive negative or positive statement here. I'm just simply saying. In today's environment, you just don't meet with anyone. Um, I meet with very few people, selected individuals. Um, And I I have to do that. So, the point is, you are always going to be required by the Lord to analyze, to use your perception, to discern, to think things through to pray to the Lord, to be guided by the Holy Spirit, to be guided by a biblical worldview. If you're looking for the easy way out, and you just want to turn your brain over to Q or whatever, you know, the, the extraterrestrial force that's hovering around planet Earth, and they're going to come down and save us of all our problems. Assuming there was a, an extraterrestrial race that was hovering around planet Earth, and they claim to come down and save us, what, con- what real confidence or expectation do you have that they would be in any way peaceful, that they wouldn't be here to enslave us. Um, And, of course, the the narrative of the extraterrestrials, in my opinion, ignores not everybody. There are many people who incorporate a more important narrative, which is the existence of actual... uh, beings or entities that are interdimensional, which would be fallen angels and demons, etc. So these these beings or entities may be confused by some as being angels. We know they have technology and they uh, they don't come from another dimension. They come from excuse me, they come from another dimension. They don't come from another world or another universe or whatever. So back to this hurdle we have to overcome. God is placed in his word, and God has given us, through the power of the Holy Spirit, enormous, overwhelming power. Jesus Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords. That's not a a greeting card statement. It's a fact about reality. The fact of reality is that there is only one God, and that's the biblical God, the Creator, capital C. A huge percentage of the problems that we're dealing with, including the absolute necessity to develop our spiritual discernment and our discernment to the highest level, so we're not easily swept into spiritual deception or lies or delusions of any kind, and that we have the power, both spiritually and intellectually, to resist the spirit of Antichrist and PSYOPs, and mind control and sorcery and all the rest of this stuff, because that's what we're battling now. If you're going to go, if you're going to spend your time going around saying all of that's a conspiracy theory, and you're going to spend all your energy denying the specifics of what I just said, then you are really useless. Because the narrative you're you're promoting, although in your delusion you think you have brilliant insight, the narrative that you're promoting is a narrative of ignorance regarding. A proper understanding of the nature of the reality that we live in and how to deal with it, which is essential it's absolutely essential so the critical thing here is that the hurdle has to first be overcome we're not in you know people believe falsely based on this blind acceptance of uh, of a collective reality that this collective reality we call America or the world as it is now is somehow the final reality or the true reality or the real reality and it's not it, it at best it's a inadequate depiction of reality and so if we're living in a mental psychological spiritual and cultural environment uh, by which we are malnourished from a lack of biblical truth we don't have what we should have at our disposal, which is the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down strongholds. But the way that you and I and others can win the battle is by not relying on, the, not relying on the wisdom and the weapons and the strategies of this present world system or this present world system of darkness. Now that doesn't mean you you act like an Eskimo and, Hide your head in an igloo, and I'm not trying to be disparaging, but, you know, it doesn't mean you hide because everything's worldly. You need to have a sophisticated understanding of science, technology, culture, persuasion, and so many other things. And you need to be able to impart that to people. Now, there's a lot of people, their strategy is to lie low, and they think everything, all this bad stuff is just going to blow over in time. That's like being part of the Jim Jones cult. That's like thinking that what was probably common in the Jim Jones cult as they drank their Kool-Aid, which was laced with poison, and they died. That's like a voice of destruction. The critical thing is to understand that we're not... Just in the Matrix, like I mean, I wrote a book, *Conquering the Matrix*. I talk about the Matrix. I have a video you can watch for free at PaulMcGuire.us, *The American Matrix*. So um, I talk about the Matrix in my new book, *Power from On High*. On one sense, there is a matrix, Matrix, but on another sense, the definition of the Matrix as it stands now, in order for it to be true, the definition of the Matrix that is spelled out in popular culture, like the movies. The nature of the matrix has to ultimately conform with the biblical worldview and biblical thought. And it needs to be appraised or perceived through the lens of biblical uh, thought or biblical perception. The mind of Christ. So you evaluate it based on those factors. And the matrix is a parody, for lack of better words. Of a of a complicated technological, scientific, occultic system that controls the masses and enslaves them. And that is the hurdle that we need to achieve. We need to understand what that means, and we need to be able to communicate that simply and easily to those people who are are living like in zombie land. They have to be aware. And by the way, their awareness is slowly coming, it's slowly emerging. Because if you go back to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy and his brother, if you go back to all the catastrophes that have happened in our nation, and uh, upheaval, and uh, things that don't make sense, and things that, that you know need answers, and you have so many people who, who, who don't use their minds and subscribe to whatever the official narrative is, which, you see, when you do that, it's like... Pressing the off switch on your brain. And when you press your off switch for your brain, not only are you incapable of thinking about those things and related matters, when it comes to your own life, your own emotions, your own humanity, that off switch position is negatively impacting you. It affects any progress you can make in your life, advancement you can make in your life. It affects every dimension of your life. It's no small thing, it's not a peripheral subject matter. It's front and center. Therefore, it should be dealt with from a front and center uh, manner. So the critical thing to understand is there's a minority of the population from of planet Earth that goes all the way back to after the fall of Adam and Eve in the Garden. And these people, hooked up with the fallen angels, um, Some may genetically come from uh, human hybrid families in which uh, fallen angel DNA was mixed with human female DNA, creating a hybrid species. And some allege and some claim that these Illuminati bloodline families or the globalist families that control that secretly control the world. They claim to be at least some of them. Um, they claim to genetically and through their DNA come from the the line of, of people who were born by human females but impregnated by the fallen angels. So that that's a complicated thing to talk about in a couple of minutes. I'm just brushing by it. So if that is true, and at the very least the, the second. The secondary perspective is true, at the very least, which is, there is no question, biblically, we are in a fight between the fallen angels and the angels of God. We are in a war in the invisible realm between God and Satan, and we're in a war in the invisible realm between followers of Satan and the followers of God. That is like a slam-dunk truth from the Word of God. So, everything that we're seeing now is a product of that conflict. And therefore, as we look at the big picture, we can, through our God-given ability to discern and reason and use our God-given intelligence, we can, on a high degree of accuracy, we can anticipate that based on the past history of the last 70 years, that we're going to continue in this cycle of chaos because chaos is an occult operating principle, a Marxist operating principle known as manufactured crisis, or order out of chaos, or new world, or order out of chaos. So the globalist elite use chaos, create chaos for the specific purpose of, of radical transformation of our society and our world. And when they mean radical transformation, make no mistake about it, Their vision of radical transformation of America and the world means the total annihilation, the total eradication of the human race as we know it, along with the total annihilation and eradication of God, Jesus Christ, the Word of God, the reality of God, the Holy Spirit, and every form of truth. They are at war with every form of truth. And this is what the Bible predicted in specific detail with hundreds of prophecies, all which have come true with amazing accuracy regarding the last days, and we're in the last days. So, every one of us—and you hear me say this constantly—but it has to be said. It has to be said till we see a turning point, till we see some kind of mass transformation, till we see some kind of authentic biblical great awakening or authentic biblical revival. The the battle zone is love, learning how to lovingly, and yet effectively confront people who are prisoners of their denial and prisoners of a Luciferian narrative and can't see the obvious nature of what is happening all around them. And then, by using spiritual weapons, the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We become, in obedience to God, intercessory prayer warriors. We pray, and if we pray as God is calling us to pray, we can flip the consensus And even if it's 1%, 4%, 10%, 24% of the population, even at the lowest percentage, that is a tremendous, tremendous impact of the the kingdom of light, the kingdom of heaven, which will be fruitful and multiply in in every dimension. So we, we understand that and we operate in that realm. Yelling, screaming at people, losing our temper is just saying you're insecure. You don't know what you're talking about, so you're screaming. You have to speak the truth in love, and then you have to know what you're talking about, and then you have to pray, you know, on a regular basis, so that the Lord will anoint your words with the power of His Holy Spirit. So that is the central dynamic of our time. If you don't understand it, you've got to understand it, and I need you to help me through Paradise Mountain Church and Paul McGuire Ministries. I need you to help me spread this message. As fast as I can, and as far and wide as we can, uh, by spreading the links, signing up for the the eblast at paulmaguire.us, signing up for our social media pages. Unless you're willing to help me with that, we are going to be hurt, not stopped, but hurt and negatively impacted by the rigging. There's a way to break the rigging, but that comes from acting as one in unity, and you know, with the spiritual temperature. The way that it is, there's never been a more compelling time in human history to act as one, based on the unity of God's word and the power of the Holy Spirit. In that, we can be optimistic. Visit PaulMcGuire.us. That's PaulMcGuire.us. Be sure to spread our message far and wide, and help us continue to spread the message. And remember, be prepared now. This is not a statement of paranoia or fear, but be prepared now. Or eventualities, be prepared spiritually, be prepared practically, to the degree that you're able. If you can't do certain things, then you don't have to like have a meltdown, because God knows that. So you don't go into a, a guilt trip which paralyzes you. You do the best you can. You do the best you can. But that means doing something. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us.